0: warning the following program has been rated m for mature due to language vulgarity and sexual innuendo however my voice is rated em because it's easy to masturbate to unlike the losers you're about to hear enjoy the show
1: introducing the award list winning podcast it's the intellectual
2: saviors with your hosts the pedo pretend like i'm fucking raping you you won't get these fucking herpes i got and you're not gonna get pregnant
1: the ginger bear he likes it when you talk really filthy and nasty to him tell us you're gonna shit in our mouths and the pivot man it's not about its color it's just about how big it is They haven't won any awards, but they've won your hearts.
3: Hey
2: everybody, welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. That's right, I'm not Eric, this is Michael, and no, I'm not going rogue, I didn't kill them and bury their bodies anywhere, but Eric and Boggs are not going to be joining us this week. Eric got a promotion at work, so he's going to be busy for the next couple weekends, and Boggs is Boggs. And I just want to apologize right off the bat because Boggs has all of our equipment, and since he's not here, I'm having to do this on the cheap with my bullshit. But you're only going to have to listen to me for so long. I decided what I want to do this week is put out a hybrid show. I want to go through a few of the items in the news and kind of give my opinions on it. And then what I want to do is play some clips from some past shows and then some audio that we have that we have never played before. So, I do want to say right now that there's going to be a lot of music in this show. I pulled a lot of musical bites. Um, I think some of the more entertaining stuff has been based around that with us. I could be wrong, I'll let you decide. I mean, if you've already tuned out, then you said, "Just Michael. Fuck this. i the hell with you. But I think that you're going to enjoy it, so I hope you'll stick with me. Now, on the shows, I think everybody knows that we used to do the introductions quite a bit. Eric would go around the horn or something to introduce us, or we'd say something. And then we started letting Boggs play us in. And we only did it for a short time, because let's face it, he doesn't really do anything else. I mean, we've, demonstrated many times that Boggs never comes prepared for the show. This by far and away was my favorite introduction that he ever did musically. And I think you, when you listen to the beginning of the show in the opening where we'll say you know the ginger bear or you know, the pivot man and then we do the drops of us saying stupid shit. Well Eric will go and pull things out of context and put them in there because it makes us seem like assholes and it's funny to us and of course we always pull the most racist sounding ones for Boggs. I mean the dude sounds like the uh, Grand Wizard of the fucking KKK, if if you've ever listened to the last few shows at least. He's not. i would give Boggs a little bit of break here and say, he's not completely racist, only somewhat. I'm just kidding, he's a good dude. He loves everybody equally. <coughs> so anyway, th- but this particular time where he did introductions was fantastic. There's He was a drop machine in this one. If you listen carefully, you're going to hear at least three drops in this clip that you have heard in the openings many times what can i say let's just go ahead and play it you want to introduce us in
1: a <laughs> song there that's fucking
2: mr carman
1: <laughs> you want to introduce us be a song again yeah
2: no, let's do it bullshit
1: we have eric we have bence we have me <laughs> you always talk during this you need to fucking sing
2: that's why we pay you to be on the show
0: we, we do not pay him at all
2: no there's no fucking way we pay him
0: None of us get paid. We got the ginger
1: bear, and he's ranting like he doesn't care.
0: (laughs) They already know that. So okay, you're just redoing the
1: song, just (laughs) yeah. It's just (laughs) this is like the dramatic emotional kid. Keep going, keep going. Vince, you're still as gay as my. Ooh, I shouldn't use that one. Whoa! What? (laughs) What? Uh, never mind. And then we got oh, and. Then there's me. Hey, bitch,
2: you need to back off that <laughs> mic a little the bit. the
1: fucking best part of the show.
2: Well,
1: it's
0: very phallic in shape, so it's.
2: It's very phallic in shape. wrapping his lips around it.
3: And I have my lips around it. Did you know, Mr. Bates, that you have a smaller. Gotta smoke,
2: dick. That's true, you should ask Bog's wife. Oh,
1: oh s- shit. S- snap. Now we're gonna play an A minor chord and see how pissed I am.
3: <laughs> you fucking dick. I'm gonna rape you now.
2: What? You know, you know how it goes straight from, not like I'm gonna kick your ass, I'm gonna fuck you up, I'm gonna rape you. That's what it goes right into. I think that eye says it all. Eye for an eye, just
1: like Christ. Yeah. Nah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or in this case, asshole for asshole.
1: Mm. This show's so failed already. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the introduction via song. Damn
2: it. Okay, now that everybody's been introduced, even though nobody's fucking here but me, um, I'm gonna go ahead. I want to hit a couple quick hit stories. And a couple of these are, I pulled out, usually I pull them especially for the guys. I'll try and find something I think is a little funny or something maybe they can riff on. But there's a couple of stories this week that I thought were interesting. And they're a little bit off the beaten track. Everybody's talking about the healthcare program, you know, NSA, whatever. So I want to try and go off of that and pull some things usually that people aren't familiar with. For instance, Germany has become the first European country to allow babies born with characteristics of both sexes to be registered as neither male nor female. In the case, what's going to happen is parents are going to be allowed to leave uh, uh, gender fields blank on birth certificates, which basically will create a category for an intermediate sex in the public registry. Uh, Right now, German passports will have, you know, like all of M for male, F for female. But then they're going to add an additional one, which is going to be an X in the gender ca- field category, which is going to be for this intermediate. Um, now, Germany is not the first country to do anything like this. Uh, earlier this year, Australia began allowing individuals to identify themselves as intersex on uh, personal documents. You know, just personal documents. And um, they added a gender identity as a protected category under their federal anti-discrimination law. Um so it's a little different. I mean, they're letting people choose for themselves to characterize themselves of that, but Germany's actually making official and official documents. This is—I thought this was a little bit of a high number, but experts estimate the population of intersex people as um, about one in fifteen to two thousand births. But they say advocates of this um, say the number could be much, much larger, uh, partly due to difficulties in defining what intersexuality you know, is physically or hormonally. It seems pretty high to me that one in every 2,000 people is a gender, I don't know, unidentified. (laughs) I don't know how to breathe into that, but so I thought that was pretty interesting, and I thought that would have been a perfect story for Boggs. This next story I got is another European one. This one's out of Belgium, and this one is extremely sad to me. You know, after all the, you know, doping allegations in baseball and of course, the whole Lance Armstrong thing and, you know, his fucking doping for, to win all his Tour de France's, you know, he was a cocksucker anyway, so who cares, but, you know, you think that it just it can't get any worse, you know, that's just, doping in sports is just, it, it hit its lowest point, it can't get worse. Well, you're wrong. In the high-flying world of pigeon racing in Belgium, six birds were found to have ...been doped with drugs such as cocaine and painkillers. The Belgian Pigeon Racing Federation sent samples from 20 birds to the National Horse Racing Authority of Southern Africa... ...after a recent exchange visit. Okay, let me just stop and say... First of all, there's a fucking Belgian Pigeon Racing Federation. That's red flag number one. Why? Secondly, why did they send these fucking samples, these birds, to the National Horse Racing Authority in Southern Africa? Very confused by this. Anyway, but the test came back and, you know, showed that there was cocaine in one bird and painkillers and anti-fever drugs and several of the other birds. Um, basically what this board is, because I had to look it up, was they take these birds bred and train pigeons, and they release them from specific locations, and then they race back to a home loft. And then I guess whoever gets there first wins. And evidently this is big deal in fucking Belgium, big money. So there's that. So move over Lance Armstrong. Okay, so before I kind of go on, like I said, I want to mix in some audio clips. Um, everybody's heard, and the opening music in the show today was from the Dolly Rots, A band that we, you know, I've been a fan of for a while, and I got a hold of them early on, and they said, Hey, you know, use our music, have fun with it. And of course, I did an interview with them back in episode, I think, 10 or so. And when I did that interview, I had um, Kelly Ogden, who's the singer and bass player for the Dolly Rots, actually do some audio liners for us. And we've played uh, one of them on the show a few times. I actually had her do three. And this audio here is of her doing all three. And I just want to... The first two sound normal. She does them. And then you're going to hear kind of stutter step on the third one. And it's because she was supposed to introduce us like, Hey, you're listening to blah, blah, blah. And then she's supposed to say, you know, And I'm going to answer the burning question on everybody's mind. Yes, Boggs is gay. And she's supposed to say that. But unfortunately, one of the girls who works for her is a lesbian. And because of that, she felt extremely uncomfortable, and so you're going to hear how she fights through this, and I'm trying to beg her to do it, and then she finally does her own version, and then you're just going to hear defeat my voice, and I think it's kind of funny, and you can kind of hear a little back, you know, audio of some shit that we did over a year ago, or uh, thereabouts, so please enjoy this nugget of fun.
3: Hey, this is
1: Kelly from the Dolly Rots and you're listening to the Intellectual Saviors. Good for you. Just keep going. Hey this is Kelly from the Dolly Rats and you're listening to the Ginger Bear, the Pivot Man, and the wonderful and brilliant Michael, also known
3: as the Intellectual Saviors. Woo-hoo!
2: This is the one that bogs alive. love. He's our buddy. We okay. we have issues with him.
3: Oh no, I can't do it. He, he's,
2: it's a joke that with us and stuff. Don't worry. Is he actually gay? No, no, he's married. It's a thing that we have on the show where we mess with him and but, stuff.
3: Fuzzy, I'm we're, we're very pro. we're very I can't pro say gay it, right.
2: Though. Oh really? Because I can't.
3: she'll punch. She can punch me for that.
2: Will she get upset? It. Oh, it's a joke and We're very liberal. No, no, no. no, on our show no
3: and
2: stuff. I know. Okay, well, hold that's
1: on. Cool. No, 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 I have a plan. Okay. Hey, this is Kelly from the Dolly Rots and I have the answer to the burning question on the Intellectual Saviors podcast. Yes, Boggs is a man. Who does he love? Maybe I don't have the answer. Okay. I Can't
3: say he's gay. That's cool.
2: <laughs> That's cool.
1: Not like you said, it's, it's
3: very sensitive
2: Ah, uh, poor Kelly. She just didn't wanna she just didn't wanna call Boggs gay if she only knew. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed that. and I want to do a couple more quick hit stories, but I do want to play one more piece of audio. Like I said, I want to mix these in. And I wanted to throw this in. This is a short clip, but I think it's kind of funny. Boggs misses a lot of time. If you guys are listeners to the show, you know that he's skipped out on us uh, about a handful plus times. And usually he waits until ten minutes before the fucking show... And then he'll text or call one of us, or he doesn't even do that, and we have to reach out to him and find out where the fuck he is. But we actually had him in after he had skipped out on us one time with no notice, and he explained to us why he didn't make the show. And please enjoy.
0: (laughs) Isn't that how you
2: contracted the aid was playing that game? No. Because mm. uh, that's pretty gay. Okay,
1: so since you're bringing up the fact that I was sick last week, I had like a severe freaking migraine last week and it put me out mm-hmm. from Wednesday to Saturday. Mm. Like migraine. it started at work. I like lost, I had like blurry vision and like the left side of my visual frame what? was just huh? gone. It was just fucking. What? You know how, like, you get a that's blood That's usually rush? not a, uh, a migraine. That's usually
0: a heart attack.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's... A <laughs> stroke. am I... Just my saying, you
0: start losing vision in your left uh, eye. That's a bad fucking yeah. sign.
1: One of my one of my students, uh, their mom was a nurse, so she, like, checked me out at the, uh, yeah. uh, the studio, and she was like, so what are you experiencing? Because I don't see anything in your eye. I'm like, my whole left vision is gone. And she was like... That's like the first sign of a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And she's like, you should go to the doctor. No, you should go to the hospital. Yeah. Like right now. Like now. <laughs> and I was like, I don't have health insurance, so. So what? She's like, that's what she said. And I was like, sorry. She's like, so what happens like if you get like a stroke or a heart attack? I'm like, I die.
2: Yeah. Welcome to America. Yep. America. Well, that's pretty nice, dude. She didn't uh, have you turn your head and cough at any point. No. And he got robbed. Is she hot?
1: <laughs> I'm putting him on the spot. I'm not going to answer the question about my student's parents.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, Why do they listen? I know. I'm trying to get him to know, say something. Oh, funny. okay. Of course not. They you don't listen. Nobody fucking listens. So there you go. Poor Boggs. He's fucking having strokes at work. He's at such a young age, too. I'm going to go ahead and do a couple more quick hits and then we'll get back into some more audio. And I saw this the other day and being a Texan, anytime I see anything fucked up in Texas, which is practically on a daily basis, you know, that makes my ears perk up and I'll definitely read it. But then when I see stuff about evolution or creationism or teaching unscientific theories and science courses in schools, it always makes me fucking furious. And I know this is one that Eric would love. Unfortunately, he's not here to get pissed about it. But I'll let you good people hear it. And uh, maybe you can uh, start punching fucking babies or something because it'll make you mad. So, in Houston, they have charter schools that are teaching theories that are contrary to evolution. In which, you're like, charter school, private schools, whatever. Well, this school gets taxpayer dollars. So, it is a fucking big deal. So, this charter school, like I said, which accepts taxpayer funding, is using anti-science textbooks in its classroom, according to a parent of one of the former students. Um, iSchool High, iSchool, I don't even know, it's a fucking charter school, okay? It's using textbooks that explicitly link evolutionary theory with genocide, for one thing. Uh, Here's a sample of one of the textbooks they're using now. Hitler has written that the Aryan race would be a leader of, in all human progress. To accomplish that goal, all lower races should either be enslaved or eliminated. Apparently, the theory of evolution and its survival of the fittest philosophy have taken root in Hitler's warped mind. So that's in their book. Okay, so iSchool, which according to Alan Wimberly, who is a chief learning officer uh, with its parent company, Responsive Education Solutions, or Response, Responsive Ed, uh, is designed to get kids and college and career ready. Uh, however, Responsive Ed was founded by Donald R. Howard, who is the former owner of Accelerated Christian Education. So, I need to just put Christian in the title of it, and I'm already like, mmm. So, he was one of the guys in that. Uh, That organization made headlines last year when one of its textbooks claimed that evolutionary theory can't be accurate because the Loch Ness Monster is real. Okay, so let me read the section out of this textbook that proves that evolution isn't real because of the Loch Ness Monster being real. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Have you heard of the Loch Ness Monster in Scotland? Nessie, for short, has been recorded on sonar from a small submarine, described by eyewitnesses and photographed by others. Nessie appears to be a plesor, Plesior? Hey man, I don't know how to pronounce these fucking things, so we're going with that. Plesior. Back to the text. Could a fish have developed into a dinosaur? As astonishing as it may seem, many evolutionists theorize that fish evolved into amphibians and amphibians into reptiles. This gradual change from fish to reptiles has no scientific basis. No transitional fossils have been or ever will be discovered because God created each type of fish, amphibian, and reptile as separate, unique animals. Any similarities that exist among them are due to the fact that one master craftsman fashioned them all. Ah. It's fantastic. It's good stuff. So this is what's being... Now that last piece of uh, text came from another book. From one of its textbooks. That's not the one being used in Houston. Just the Hitler reference that I fucking did beforehand is in the Houston textbook. But that shows the kind of shit that they're trying to put into your goddamn kid's brains. That uh, the Loch Ness Monster is real, so fuck it all. Evolution is is fake. (laughs) That's all I know. That's what I got out of this. Anyway... So, that, like I said, that made me think of Eric, and because Eric's on here, one thing that we've done on the show is we've done songs. You hear Boggs, he does songs every week on the show. But we've done some episodes in the past, Christmas episode, Valentine's, where we've performed songs. Now, I've done a handful, and Eric's done only a couple, so it was easy to pull my favorite Eric one. So, this is Eric's rendition of a classic song from... I guess late 80s, early 90s, doesn't matter. It's a fucking, it's the shit, and you're gonna love it. So listen to Eric's fine work.
0: I know. <laughs> you're no stranger to love. You know the rules, and so do I. A full commitment's what I'm thinking of. You wouldn't get this from any other guy. I just wanna tell you how I'm feeling. Gotta make you understand. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna run around and desert you. Never gonna make you cry Never gonna say goodbye Your heart's been aching, but you're too shy to say it. That's how we both know what's been going on. We know the game and we're going to play it. And if you ask me how I'm feeling, don't tell me you're too light to see. Never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. Never going to run around and desert you.
3: Yeah. Not in ya. Rickrolled bitch.
2: We just uh They did get Rickrolled. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah. uh, yes. How does it feel to get Rickrolled bitches? I think Eric did a pretty good job on that. Uh, and I had to cut that down because there's about 3 minutes of Boggs playing the beginning of looked like, um You know, smells like Teen Spirit before that, because Eric couldn't quite figure out his place to jump in, and it was there were some funny moments there. But I didn't want to beat you guys down with it. But if you go back and listen to the Valentine show from last year, you can hear all the magic as it happens. So, I want to get into um, a little bit of a more serious story and just kind of give my take on this. I don't know. I guess most people have heard of the Wendy Davis filibuster in Texas over the whole abortion. Um, restrictions that our good conservative leadership here in Texas is putting on us. Which you've seen across the country in other states. I mean, Kansas, um, I think Wisconsin. A lot of the states are trying to do this shit now when they have these conservative state houses. Now, these new restrictions in Texas took effect the other day. Then a judge put uh, a stop on it. And then a federal appeals court just the other day, he said, no, we're not going to block these. We're going to allow it until it goes up the chain to the appellate court and gets the, they have their trial. We're going to go ahead and let the laws take effect until then. Basically, what this is, is there's certain provisions within it. Like one of them, for instance, requires that all the doctors that work in the clinics have admitting privileges to a hospital within 30 miles of the clinic. Well, a lot of the times, depending on the hospital, if it's Like a religiously run hospital, they won't give admitting rights to the doctors in these abortion clinics. Now their doctors, they're certified they should be allowed to have them, but like I said, because of religious implications, they won't allow it. Now the thing with this is, and there's other stuff in there too, so because of stipulations like that in the law, it's basically going to force the state to shut down about a third of the 36 abortion clinics in Texas. There's only 36 in Texas. Now I don't know if you guys, I know you've seen it on the map. Have you ever been through Texas? I can drive from one end of Texas to the other, and it literally takes a whole fucking day. You're talking, you're talking massive. 36 within that. So a lot of women, if they want to have abortion, or if they need to get an abortion now, they have to drive hundreds and hundreds of miles. So they know what they're doing. They put these ridiculous provisions in place in order to be able to shut down these clinics. And then what happens is, so it goes down where you only have maybe a dozen clinics left, or a little bit more. So instead of women having to drive 100 miles, now they may have to drive up to 1,000 miles. I mean, I'm not even joking. In Texas, it may be that way. Especially if they live way out in West Texas, like in El Paso, or in that region or something. I mean, and also in Texas, there's a law where you have to have a 24-hour waiting period. So as soon as you go in for one, you'll get a consultation. You have to wait an additional 24 hours after that. So now women are going to have to probably drive anywhere five to ten times as far, and they have to wait a 24-hour period, which means most of these women are probably wanting to have abortions because they're poor, or they just don't want the children. And this is the thing that always frustrates me, and I'm not going to go into the abortion rant we've gone on before, but, you know, I don't understand making someone who can't afford a child or doesn't want a child to have a child. Because if they can't afford it, if that's the case, so... They're gonna go on Medicaid, They're probably gonna need WIC, probably need food stamps. They're gonna need all the programs that Republicans hate and are cutting. And who suffers? The children. These little babies that they love so much are gonna be the ones suffering because of it. Just as they cut forty billion out of food stamps here just recently, the Republicans at the federal level. So that's what we're dealing with. And like I always say, if someone doesn't want a child, I don't wanna force them to have a child. I wouldn't want to be a child of a person who's either too young or irresponsible or just didn't want me to begin with. But, hey, I'm crazy liberal and that's the way I think. So, this is bullshit and hopefully as it goes up the line. But the reason why they're fighting this in the appellate courts and stuff, they they put out a program like this. I think Wisconsin, there's some some provisions in this that were in the Wisconsin one that they ruled unconstitutional state level. And they're doing that purposely. Because they want these things to go up to the appellate courts and make their way up. Because they want it to get to the Supreme Court. Because, let's face it, it's a we have a conservative Supreme Court. And they basically want to fight Roe v. Wade again so they can try and get abortion abolished. That's the whole reason behind this. And nothing more. So, now that I've picked you up with, uh, you know, my optimism. There, I want to go ahead and throw it back to something else. Now, there's things that we come up with time to time on the show. Um... Eric had his Eric pitches a product segment, which had some gold in it, but some things just come up in conversation. And if you've been listening to the show for a while, or you read our read our blurbs on our episodes, you'll know that the ball hammock has been a big player. So this is the audio of the origin of the ball hammock.
1: Okay, so here we go. This is a uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a. Uh, Uh, verse from Leviticus, this is Old Testament shit, right? This is uh, chapter 20, verse 13. If two men engage in homosexual sex while on a woman's bed, both have committed an abomination. They are to be put to death. Their blood will be on their own heads. So if it's not on a woman's bed, is it okay then? See, this is a a translation. This is in modern English. This could be translated as is what this says, but um, I'm thinking that What's the actual translation then? Well, it depends on... I'm not going to read the Hebrew if that's what you're going for. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Uh, a man who will lie, this is, uh, uh, let's see, this is the National Gay Pentecostal and Alliance Interpretation. Mm. That sounds like, um, biased. <laughs> I was going to say,
3: <laughs> <laughs> it could sounds be a little fucking skewed. bias as
1: shit. And a man who will lie down with a male in beds of a woman, both of them have made an abomination. Dying, they will die. Their blood is on them. Sounds pretty much exactly like what you just read. Previously. Yeah, it's, it's the, yeah of sounds like a threesome almost. They so. are to be put it kind of does. Well, it sounds so like So like so at that point are they just like making detailed reports of you what can you can be can't, gay can't do? but you can't be You can be gay you but you can't, have, can't fuck the man. And yeah. if you go if you go like, what's the next part? It's not gay if your balls don't touch while you're fucking her? Is that the next thing?
2: <laughs> yeah, I think as long as your balls don't touch
1: then well, you're so, good. so if you're on top you're like really skilled then cuz it's flopping. That's all I'm saying.
3: Hmm.
2: I don't know, man. You know like right before you get ready to do Dude, stuff, that's a they market that we could get.
0: It's like a little it looks like a Speedo, but your penis is hanging out and it keeps your balls up high.
2: <laughs> oh, dude, kind of like a, kind of like a banana hammock, but just for yes, your nuts. Exactly. Just, just, to hold just your nuts for the nuts. So it's yeah. not gay. That way you're not gay. <laughs> I'm, we're trademarking that right it's now. It's genius. Nobody, if anybody Had makes that, that. shit.
1: If you make that, we're fucking suing. Here, <laughs> we are suing the fuck out of you for everything you've ever done. We're going to be like Donald then Trump we're gonna all over your, your ass. And then we're going to use that product on your mother.
2: What? What? <laughs> Well, I guess if there's two of us, we'll need to. Yeah. What about point. the three of us?
1: Well, one of us is well, on the mouth, see, so yeah, it mouth. Yeah, you're, you're fine Flop over there. that shit right on her chin. Yeah, yeah. you're
2: fine. There you go. Three inputs, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're here to fill you up. You know, if God got Israel. We are so fucked. Nah, we're okay. <laughs> yeah, we're probably fine. Maybe he laughed, too. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> God's like, ha, 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 you're all going to hell, but <laughs> you sure are fucking funny.
2: Okay. Like I said, if you read the blurbs, you're probably fucking beat now with Ball Hammock. And if you never listen to that episode in particular, you've seen that a million times with our little trademark. And you're like, what the fuck is this? Okay, now you know. So don't ever fucking ask me again. Alright? Um, I've only got a couple more things I want to get into. So I'm going to play a couple back-to-back audio clips here. One of them is going to be another musical clip. Well, I guess, in a roundabout way, both of them are going to be musical clips. Like I said, I played Eric's best musical number. And uh, I don't have one because I'm fucking terrible at singing, um, music in general. But I try. Not hard, because they're going to make fun of me no matter what I do. Because Eric and Boggs are fucking dicks. And I can say it because they're not here. So fuck them. But anyway, here's my best musical number. So please attempt to enjoy it. audience members (coughs) i fucking hate michael right
3: now (laughs) everybody
2: set on my penis whoa that's not the song i'm just letting you know it's not the song you ready no but let's do it every night i hope and pray a dream lover will come my way a girl to hold in my arms and know the magic of her charms Because I want a girl to call my own I want a dream lover so I don't have to dream alone the Fuck I Dream lover, where are you? Where the love oh so true And a hand that I can't hold To feel you near as I grow old I want a girl to call my own I want a dream lover so I don't have to dream alone Someday, I don't know how, I hope she'll hear my plea, keep going son, some way, I don't know how, she'll bring her love to me, dream lover, until then, I'll go to sleep and dream again, that's the only thing to do, to all my lover's dreams come true, because I want Oh, I thought you were taking over. My
3: own dream lover, so I don't have to dream alone. Suck it. (laughs) Suck
2: it. I think I finished strong. I think I started real bad. I think I finished strong, though.
0: (laughs) What did we say, dude?
2: I think it was great. You're going to do the Because I Want part again?
1: I won't take over this time. I just wanted to do it with you that one time.
2: Because I want... Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Let's just do the whole thing, then. Start from grandmother dream- too, yeah. Start from, oh. start from the dream lover part. Yeah, dream lover until then. Let's do it. Do countdown. Dream lover until then. I'll go to sleep and dream again. That's the only thing to do. Tell my lover's dreams come true. Because, because I, I want I, a girl I, I, to call my own. I wanna dream lover, so I don't. Have Okay, now that your ears are fucking bleeding, and like I said, I I apologize, but I had to put that in there because there can never be enough uh, of me singing on a show, I don't think. Um, But what I want to do now is play a, a piece of audio from one of our other past shows this is one where, of course, at the beginning of the shows you always ask, what's everybody been up to, you know, since we've seen each other last? And in this case, Eric and Boggs had actually spent a little bit of quality time together outside of the show putting together a little music of their own. So did anything happen good for you this week there, Boggs? Anything good? Yeah,
0: man. I mean we did uh, talk
2: about bad stuff all the time. We worked on a song. I know but he won't yeah, play. Yeah, f- contributed to some lyrics in my band. But yeah. you but you won't play the fuck song right now because this this honestly it's I not can't the fuck song.
1: That well, that's too. what I'm calling it. That
0: and he's probably worried about the vocals.
1: They're pretty high. Yeah, the vocals are pretty harsh. Oh, dude. I got to I got to really extend however uh, however fucking high I wanted because dude, give it's us a, recording a little bit project. of it.
2: Just give a little taste to the listener. <sighs> Come on, man. You can give like 10 or 15 seconds. I'm sorry. I threw it out there.
1: Okay, so actually I need to tell the story to this song because it's actually pretty fucking hilarious. So we, sh- we show up and we're like, dude, let's write a song about a bar fight, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And we're sitting around you, and we're like, this is the the verse, right? And we're like, with the exception of Eric, none of us have really been in a bar fight. So we're like, not really sure what the fuck to say. Right? Oh, too bad I wasn't there. <laughs> I have a couple bar fight stories. So we're like, okay, fine, fuck it. We can't write about a bar fight. It's not going to work out. And this song is kind of a creepy song. When you when you hear it, you'll you'll understand why. There's like a lot of like really strange chords in it. So we we're like, it's kind of ominous and dark. Let's write. Let's make it about rape.
3: Mm. Well, the that,
1: with that, that was, was all
0: Bog's idea, by the way. Imagine that. Well,
1: the problem with that was none of us have ever raped anyone, and none of us have been raped. So it was also kind of hard to relate lyrically.
0: Yeah, no frame of reference.
1: So we were like, you know, put my penis in your vagina, and you don't really want it. <laughs> What the fuck? Surprise. So those are not lyrics yeah. that we wrote, by the way. He's oh, just wow. well, I'm figuring that. So we're like, that that <laughs> song sucks. So we decided to write about stuff that we all know about getting Why cheated on. Does my asshole
2: yeah. hurt this morning? Was it so like that? We
1: wrote that? No, we wrote it about a guy that is uh, imagining and like thinking to himself if his significant other is cheating on him. So that gives you a frame of reference when I start singing this. Let me get it in key again. Hmm.
3: Where are your keys? Where have you been? It's too hard to believe you Well, do you think you did?
2: course i was gonna say i love how he's like oh, i'm not gonna do any of anything he does half the fucking song <laughs> so have, uh, it was just this one fucking stanza that's good man <laughs> although i, I didn't that? i didn't hear anything about rape in there
0: no it's not about rape god damn
1: it that's he what didn't he, said. he didn't
2: fucking listen to it by the way that, the, the part of the song
1: that i contributed I to was right. the
0: whoa
1: that was it <laughs> that's not true it's like Dude, the, line let's do the "whoa." The line
2: before the woes was <laughs> yours. I still don't get the bar fight part That's of the, that either. It's
1: not about a bar fight. That was the point. We couldn't fucking come up with words for a bar fight, so we had to change it. To rape? And that doesn't sound anything like rape either. You're such a fucking troll. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a rape after a bar fight. I just beat your ass. Now I'm going to rape <laughs> you. <laughs> and then you find out that your wife is cheating on you, so you cry. Yeah. So where it ends? As you're in the ba- the fucking shower in the fetal position, scrubbing, you know. Then she, she walks in, and balls oh, in this by the way, asshole, I just fucked your best friend. <laughs> oh, God. Then that's when you just fucking...
1: Why did you have to throw in the best friend the wrist part? And we fucking never really said that.
2: <laughs> that. Dude, it's like the worst. I mean, think about it. That's even worse. Like, the dude's already... He just got anally raped after he got his ass beat in a bar fight. And, and then he finds out his wife's cheating on him? With his best friend. That's a bad
1: day. That's a that's real a kick day. in the fucking balls a pretty bad day. I would not like that day. Yeah. So if that ever Me happened, neither. anybody out there, we're real sorry for you. <laughs> no shit. Anyway, so yeah, we wrote a song together. That was good.
2: Okay. So I hope you enjoyed that one. I personally did. I think that uh, Boggs is a fantastic songwriter. I don't know about the whole rape concept, but can't really expect more from him than that. Now I have one more little side note thing I pulled down this week I thought was interesting. This is something you could throw at your conservative friends who always talk about how, you know, of course, liberals are tax and spend liberals all the time and they just blow up the size of government. Oh, big government liberals. Well, government actually today is smaller than it was even 47 years ago by a substantial amount. In August of 1966, the United States government employed... 2,721,000 people. However, the newest jobs report released in early September showed that our government now only employs 2,723,000. And you're like, whoa, whoa, dumbass. That's 2,000 more. That's more people. No, no, no. Here's what you gotta remember. The population in 1966 was roughly 196 million. Today, it's about 315 million. So you adjust for population, in 1966 about 4.3 percent of all jobs were government jobs. However today, in the year 2013, government jobs only accounted for about 2 percent. So, as you can see, government jobs are actually down. And I also want to point out the fact that under George W. Bush, which when he left office, only about he had only created in eight years about a million jobs almost 800,000 of them were government jobs under President Obama he's had more than a million already he's doing a little bit better than Bush and they've actually shed about 600,000 government jobs so take that into consideration big government liberals don't think so now I've got another piece of audio here and we all tell stories about our lives or things that happen from time to time but I think personally my favorite bog story was one that kind of came out of left field where it sounded like he was going down the road of I have nothing for the show per usual and then he just tossed out a little nugget about something that happened to a member of his band uh, a week prior or a couple weeks prior and it was one of those where your ears perk up and you're like, "Please go on." So he did.
1: You know, since we're on the to- topic of drugs and crazy people, did you did I tell you that my bass player was kidnapped at gunpoint a week ago? What <laughs> the fuck? I forgot to even How mention did this. That this the guy that I met uh, Nick yeah yeah. how did this what not come
2: fuck? up last week I don't know how
1: this didn't come up last week because uh, well I've been gone for a while so this I is better than
2: fucking Paul Key <laughs> fucking okay, so what the fuck
1: okay so I do have a story I forgot about this uh, Nick's probably gonna kill me for saying this but fuck it fuck sorry it. Nick sorry bro Nick. okay so he walks out he works right now uh, he's in between jobs he's about to get a teaching job is what it sounds like somebody's yeah. told me but right now he works at Best Buy and at 3.45 in the afternoon he walks out to go home And he gets in his car, and this really obese woman walks up to him. She has, like, you know, calcite deposits on her teeth, so it's, like, really obvious she's a meth head. She's very obese, and she has, like, the craters in her face, and he's just like, this is the most hideous lady I've ever seen in my life. And she walks up to the car, and she goes, hey, man, can you give me a ride home? And he's like, typically I'm nice, but I was tired, and I'm like, I've got a kid. And I'm like, "Eh, no, I'm really busy, I'm sorry. And she flashed this gun out of her purse and said, no, you're taking me wherever I want to go. And he's like okay <laughs> so i was like dude why the fuck didn't you just like gas that shit because she didn't have it like she's fucking yeah up. she wasn't holding it but i would i would just like hauled ass but anyway he lets her get in the car and he's like so we're at best buy i think he works in ridgemar mall in that area you yeah. know what that is yeah he's like so we go
2: through so head to like, ridgemar mall if you need a ride you he's got like <laughs> yeah
1: he's like so it was like an hour and a half while he's just like held a gunpoint and she like pulls the gun out of her purse and she's got it in her hands and he's like and it was like it was it was the difference between going from a really like a sober person who is sobbing and, and like unconsolable at what she's doing to me to this crazy hallucinating lady that's like got he, she, at some point she had the gun pointed at his face and at other points she like put it in her lap and just like sobbed on him was like i'm so sorry i don't know what the, i'm doing and blah 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 but it was like he's like it was like every four seconds she just like turned into a new person, and he was like we tried to go down Hewland Street, but there was it was so traffic heavy that the cars were coming at her, so we had to get off of Hewland Street because she didn't like that. And at one point she put the gun to his head and was like, "Get this fucking guy out of my seat" because she thought a guy was coming through a window in the floorboard. And he was like, "I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, and I'm gonna die." <laughs> so, uh, but I think he she took she took him. Her undoing should have been anyway that she took him through a Waterburger to get a Coke, so he bought her a Coke. <laughs> and there's like video footage of this.
2: Why is that funny to me?
1: I don't know. <laughs> but uh, so they've got like video camera footage of her taking him through uh, <laughs> Waterburger, getting a Coke. Christ! But then she takes him through McCart Street. Have you guys been through McCart? Mm-mm. It's pretty. No. It's pretty rough. It's a really rough part of town. And he's like, I turned left on McCart, and it was like just walking into World War II, how shitty the neighborhood is and stuff. There was a bunch and of like, Germans at this
2: point, fucking goose stepping around. That's not exactly what I meant. I oh. meant like the buildings
1: are shabby. Hit, oh. <laughs> <and> it <laughs> had God. all the symptoms of a project, as my friend Dave Chappelle once said. Mm. Anyway, so they drive through all this stuff, and he went from the Ridgemar Mall through Hewlin Street back to McCart, all the way around Loop 820 to White Settlement in Can that area.
2: I, just one second. If you're not at home googling this on um, the fucking the maps right now, then you're completely lost, and I'm sorry for you. <laughs> I know that that's
1: <laughs> I know that that's a lot of roads. Yeah, nobody who's relative to the whole this point area is though. Has this entire any drive, fucking idea what you're this about. entire drive took an hour and a half of her going from gun at your face to uncontrollable sobbing in her lap, and at one point he was like. At the end of it, she started to sober up, is what it seemed like, because she was like, I'm so sorry I'm doing this to you. And I, she was like, I'm, I'm going to make it up to you. I'll, I'll suck your cock. I'll suck your cock right here. So she's coming at him oh, and going no, at his nuts. And he's just no. like, get the fuck off me. I don't want to do anything. Just get out of my car. Yeah. But he eventually dropped her off at her mom's place <clears throat> or something off White Settlement. And
2: did he report this fuck incident? Yes, he, did.
1: he reported the incident, <laughs> and then the police officers had him driving the squad car to every place to gather evidence. Go to the Waterburger to get their security footage and all oh that my kind of stuff. God, dude. and then the detective called him a week later to do a follow up interview and basically threatened him with lying and told him that they were uh, if he pursued this, they would press charges against him. What? The, yeah, yeah. What an asshole! Yeah, that's
2: the police for you. What the so, fuck? Is he black? Who, Nick? Yeah. No. Oh, I'm surprised. They're
0: yeah,
1: that's, that's Nick, Nick came back that's to me. That's crazy. Nick came back like to me the and he daughter was daughter like,
0: of a fucking congressman or some shit.
1: No. Nick came back to me Ridiculous. and said uh when the they saw the footage of Waterburger and there's like there's nothing conclusive here that says she had a gun or that she was holding you up. Why and, the fuck
0: would somebody make that up? <laughs>
1: like um here's what the detective told him and this is why they they're uh were very adamant with this. They said most people who are having affairs or um you know, did the whole, like, stripper club scene or whatever and yeah. married or have a girlfriend or a significant other like Nick does, they lie about stuff like that to make stuff like that, you know, less intense. If somebody found out in his social life, he would go and call uh, He's just
2: getting his dick sucked at basically, a burger. Yeah. They yeah. accused
1: him of um, hooking up with her and mm-hmm. having a little shindig and uh, <clears throat> basically threatened him with, like, God what what are the charges? I guess if, technically if you are lying to them then it would be like obstruction of justice. False charges and false charge yeah. falsified information to police. So yeah, that's that's what they said. They said you can pursue this but we can't really prove anything to convict her of anything and I will be probably charging you with it. like how, why would you threaten You know someone? what that is?
2: That's them just not wanting to do their job. That's yeah, kind of how I say, felt. That's really all can
1: Honestly, at that point, I kind of feel like... Uh, they're being pussies or they're fucking inadequate at their job. Well, to me, I was like... And they're trying to cover it up and being like... Oh, the same thing I told you I'll tell you guys. I told Nick, I was like... I, I think the second he said that, you should, see, you should have said, well, let me talk to a lawyer about what you just said and we'll review the entire case. No shit. Because at that point, it's like, if you're going to threaten me with that, I'm going to put a lawyer in between us. That's just the way it is for me. That's
2: a fucking pisser, man.
1: So, yeah. So nothing's going to come of that. Now, the most annoying part for me is that means that there is probably a meth head out there that will do the same thing to someone else, and maybe this time she freaks out enough to pull the trigger. Yeah. Well, dude, and that's when you'll. I mean, especially as a detective, I would feel shitty. I'm like, wow, I got somebody killed.
0: If I was, if I was in that situation, I mean, and that that's easier for me to fucking say, <laughs> but. Whenever she's uncontrollable sobbing, not paying attention to me, I'm fucking pulling out my phone and
1: getting the little recorder device out fast. That's not a bad idea. And fucking just
0: hit and record. He was telling me he was, he was, so I me was like, I was looking for thing. any avenue, ever even to get in case out of that I situation. fucking die. Like at least they know what the fuck happened. Right? <laughs> like I think what I
2: would have done is let her suck my dick and then clubbed her in the fucking head right after she finished because it's still down there so it's easy you just punch it down you get a lot of force on it and then when she's knocked the fuck out then i call the cops Wait a minute do you finish Well she yeah of course <laughs> dude I said after she's done of course i'd let her finish
3: uh, bi- uh, uh, Bam motherfucker yeah. oh! <laughs> uh, 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 just fucking nail her
1: Welcome to the Intellectual Saviors podcast oh. Where we talk about the dumbest shit possible.
2: Well, but then the good thing is you've got her there, and she's still got the gun and everything, so you've got all the evidence you need. Yeah. What but then, happened? But then, I had a chance. I took her out while well, I had a chance, man. <laughs> fucking, save saved my Did you life. Have to finish, yeah. she's
0: got a fucking mouth of cum I, was about, <laughs> her. I was about to
2: say the cops like, "Why is she drooling?" cum? <laughs> hey, man. She had a fucking gun. What was I gonna do? Tell her no. Holy. I have a choice. I mean, seriously. What the fuck is wrong with you, Michael? <laughs> Dude, I mean, if he would have done that, then think about it this way. He gets off, and she doesn't.
3: <laughs>
2: Holy shit. You see how I did that there? No,
1: Michael. <sighs> I did not wow. see how you
2: did that Genius. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, shit. Fuck. I need a moment. <laughs> I do have to say, that one might have got a little hand at the end. Uh, because of me but you know my heart was in the right place uh, just offering up advice in case that situation ever came up for anybody else but uh, I know you've heard that in an opening before so at least now you know the full story and not the fact that yes I am a douche but not as big not as bad as it sounded you know what I'm saying of course you don't anyway my final story I want to go over it's probably the biggest story over the last couple of weeks. And that's about the health care bill that, or law and the whole website fiasco and all the shit involved. And I just have a short rant on this. And then we're going to go out with a fucking bang. Oh yeah, and I'm just going to say right now, sorry kids, no dick of the week this week. It's just not the same without the boys here. And like I said, this is a, this is a fuck off kind of hybrid best of show. Or like I said earlier... It's the Michael Show. So, I do want to just kind of go over this briefly. The whole situation with the the ACA website, healthcare.gov, not working. It's a complete clusterfuck by the administration. And I have to say, I, it's disappointing, you know, that they've had so much time. And I understand the fact that there's about 30 states out there that are run by Republican governors and Repub- Republican legislators that want this to fail and so they then it set up exchanges and they fought to the now the whole way to try to make this a disaster I mean that's their ultimate plan they want it to fail they don't want Obama to have any accomplishments any successes but the whole website thing with it not being up and running having been tested properly they really shit the bed on this and I completely do hold uh, Kathleen Sebelius and, and President Obama responsible I mean, this is his signature piece. They knew that this rollout needed to be good, especially after all the shit they've taken on it. Um, However, to be fair to them, it is just a fucking website. It'll be fixed. The exchanges are set up. The healthcare companies are already involved. There's already the plans out there. There are ways that people can get involved. They can mail their information in. They can go to different locations, have the paperwork filled out for them. Um, they have the phone, they could actually call and do it over the phone, so it's not like it's not there. The website will be fixed, the program will work. I mean, some of the provisions are already in place for it, and so, I mean, this is just bluster from the right, it's it's another Benghazi, oh, Benghazi, Benghazi, you know, anything to put blame or try and make this look like it's failure. It's just the website, the plan, the program's in place, it's going to be fine. You know, when Medicare first went into place, it took several years to get everybody signed up on Medicare. And there were issues with that at first, too. Even the Medicare Part D passed under President Bush had a lot of kinks and bugs in it. But you know what? Democrats worked with the Republicans, and they fixed them, and they moved on. And, I mean, granted, financially, that was a fucking clusterfuck, and it's still raping us today. But as far as the program, they, you know, the Democrats worked with them, got done. I mean, it's like they had these hearings with uh, Sybilis the other day, and all the Republicans are bringing up fucking the Wizard of Oz and shit like that. It's a a complete waste of fucking time. They're not in there trying to solve problems or fix it. They're just trying to create more of a fucking hype about what a fiasco it is. And like I said, it's the website. It'll be fixed. Not a huge issue. Um, One of the things I've heard is you know, about a, a lot of conservatives bitching about, oh, you know, people are told they could keep their plans and they're still losing their plans. You know, there's 300,000 people in Florida this past week that their policies were canceled. Well, I think the insurance I mean, company, it's like Florida blue or something. I saw one of the guys who worked for them on uh, TV the other night and he was explaining, this is why some people are losing their plans. It's not because employees are like, fuck you guys, we don't want to be a part of this, we're going to take your health care away. It's because the plans they have now, they're just, They don't meet the new laws. There's provisions in the new laws. You know, you can't have lifetime caps. If you had a child born with a heart defect and they had to have several surgeries, cap may be a million dollars. It may be a hundred thousand. I don't know what the caps is. But after you reach that cap in your insurance, your insurance will no longer pay for any medical care for that child for the rest of their lives. Well, the new bill says no, no lifetime cap. You know, they get as much medical attention and the insurance companies have to fucking own up to it. That's it. So a lot of uh, policies out there now don't have that. They have caps. Those policies are no longer good. They have to go away. Or the policies have stipulations for pre-existing conditions. Can't have that anymore. No such thing anymore. Those policies are now void. They're no good. So he was on there explaining that, look, they're redoing the policies to fit the new law. So people will have access to them. And he was even explaining that, you know, some people, yeah, they may have to pay more now. But then a lot of people are also going to qualify for these new government subsidies, and they'll pay a lot less. He said the majority of them will pay less. So it's a little disingenuous, you know, this hype. It's another one of those things, like I said. It's just one of those, go get them. Don't try and solve a problem. Don't try and explain it. Don't try and put out the good in it. Let's just try and look for anything negative and jump all over it. I think one thing I want to bring up is just to kind of give you guys a little bit of awareness cuz you'll hear that oh premiums are still skyrocketing and the cost of healthcare is going through the roof. Premiums go up ridiculously every year to begin with. But here's some numbers that I think are pretty interesting. And I just want to point out before I even start on giving these numbers that they come from the Kaiser Family Foundation. Excuse me. Which is a right-wing, leaning institution. And you know, first I'll tell you how you tell that. Anytime you see uh, the fucking name of a group and it says values in it or family or any shit like that, it's a fucking right-wing thing. They love throwing America, values, family, all that shit to make it sound like they give a fuck. They don't. Anyway, they worked with the uh, Health Research and Education Trust to put this together. Annual premiums from employer-sponsored family health coverage reached about $16,000 this year, up 4% from last year. So, premiums went up 4%. With workers on average paying $4,500 towards the cost of their coverage, this year's rise in premiums remains moderate by historical standards. Since 2003, premiums have increased 80%, nearly three times as fast as wages. And I know you're like, I mean, 4%? It went up 4%? Okay, remember, Obama took office in 2009. Um, This doesn't cover the whole period under Bush, but from 2004 to 2007, the average annual increase in premiums was 8.8%. 8.8% in basically four of the last five years under Bush. 4% last year. So you could see that even though premium price are going up, which they constantly do, it's not going to just stop and reverse. It's like the national debt. Obama comes in. We're losing 800,000 jobs a month. It took a year to flip that around. We've had gains every month since the first year he's in office. But yet, it's not good enough. The deficit has been coming down every year since he's been in office. But he's a tax and spend liberal. He's not creating jobs. It's that same mindset. They expect it. Like the day he took office, bam. We should have been, you know, fucking gaining a million jobs a month. I mean, it's the ridiculous mindset of the conservative. They won't take responsibility for the fucking stuff that they've done. But then they'll point the blame using completely bogus information. And when they know what they're doing is wrong. But it's, you know, hey, I can put my, forth my argument. Don't worry about the facts. Because I can, you know, twist the information. And I can make it sound the way I want it to. That's what they're doing. It's exactly the same thing with this ACA, um, with the healthcare website. I mean, the fact of the matter is, it is a website, the website's having issues, and it is causing problems. The administration shit the bed on it, but things are going to get fixed, they'll get better, it's going to work, it'll be a good program. And I'll be honest, I tried to sign on just for shits and giggles the day it came out, I couldn't get on either. I tried it this last week and I was able to get on just fine. And I logged on and looked around. Although, I actually am one of the fortunate people I have. You know, at my workplace, I have pretty good insurance. And, you know, I've had it my whole life, practically. So, you know, but I wanted this for everybody else. Because I know it will benefit me and my kids in the long run. So, anyway, that's enough of my bullshit. You don't want to hear me talk anymore. You've heard enough of it. So, we're going to go out with a great piece of audio here. So you've heard Eric's song, and you've heard my song, but we're going to leave you with the best one of all, and that is The Greatness of Boggs. This is one of my personal favorites of his, not only because I like the song, but it's got all the elements that make a great Boggs performance. A few mishaps, a few fucked up lyrics, us talking over it. It's got a little bit of everything. So enjoy your week. See you next week, guys. Hopefully we'll have the full crew. If not, it's going to be The Michael Show again. Peace out. All
1: right, well, today I brought a little Weezer to the table. Ooh, Weezer. Oh, I'm going to sing with you because I know some Weezer. Oh, no. That means I'm going to do terrible at it as well. <laughs> well. Hold on a second. Maybe I don't do Weezer then. No, um, nah,
0: just do it. Do
1: it. Whatever. All right. So I guess the basis to what we're trying to say about health insurance and health is say it ain't so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody.
0: I'm Eric. I'm Michael. yeah.
3: All right. Somebody's tiny is crowding my icebox. Somebody's cold one is giving me chills. I guess I'll just close my eyes. Oh yeah Alright Feels good Inside Flip on the telly Wrestle with Jimmy Something is bottling behind my back
0: The bottle is red. It's too blown
1: slime on
3: this same
1: <laughs> <occasion>. <laughs> that was an atrocity I can't
3: confront you I never could do that which might hurt you to try god damn it,
1: my feet are so bad when I say this way
3: is a water slide away from me takes you by the river a day. so be cool
0: sex new voice message I just wanted to call and remind you you don't matter
3: new voice message
0: this isn't eat what you kill world if you you don't kill something you just don't go eat what he killed
3: new voice message
0: do you judge the rest of us the non-beautiful people new voice message does it seem superficial to you that you're so focused on how you look? New voice message. Are you mad at your mom? New voice message. Are you like a stalker or something?